not just me. I don't know what any of us would do without Bethany. <laughs> I want to welcome you today. It's a little different worship service. Uh, we're, our youth are going to tell you some bits about our mission trip to San Diego, where we got to serve alongside a couple of different churches. Uh, one of them, a Methodist church from Louisville, Colorado, and another, uh, I think another, no, another Lutheran church from Sacramento and a Methodist church from Colorado. Not that that really makes a big difference. But we were serving in San Diego alongside these friends of ours, and we did a number of different projects. We were split into three different groups. Some of us went to St. Vincent de Paul, which is a soup kitchen that serves roughly 700 to 1,000 people a day. Some of, the, some of us went to the San Diego Rescue Mission in the morning, and then the Boys and Girls Club, one of the Boys and Girls Clubs in the afternoon, where we either sorted clothes in the morning, getting their warehouse set so that they can provide services to those in need, and then, of course, with the Boys and Girls Club, heading, helping them get set up for their summer camps and even getting to play with their children a little bit. And the last group went to uh, a Challenge Ranch. I, keep, I just think of it as a horse ranch. I keep wanting to call it horse ranch. There are horses there, and they serve disadvantaged children through a horse program. And so our students got to help uh, kind of keep that camp together and put that place together. So we did, got to do a lot of extraordinary things. We worshiped together with the other groups. We got to worship with a, a Assemblies of God, charismatic Spanish-speaking worship service, which was a lot like our worship service. <laughs> Minus everything, but uh, yeah, yeah, it was, uh, so we got to do a lot of things. We also got to enjoy each other's company at the beach. We went to the, to the border with Mexico and got to hear from some people from Border Angels. We made lots of friends. We heard lots of stories, and I'm not going to stand here and tell you about all of them. You should certainly ask our students about them uh, as the weeks and months go on. Ask them about the things that they got to see and they got to experience. But one thing I want to ask of you today before we have a, a sharing of some, a moment of peace is I've done this work for a while and, I've, and one thing that worries me sometimes about our... We, Sunday mornings tend to be the most intergenerational moment in America. There aren't many other opportunities where there are people of spanning so many different decades of birth. They're in the same room, focused on the same thing. And that's a gift. And I think it's a gift we can improve on even still. Because sometimes when we see our young people, we think it's really cute when they lead worship services for us and when they stand up and show us their gifts and their talents. But I want you to know, I don't think it's cute at all. Okay? Because our teenagers have extraordinary gifts. They have extraordinary insight and creativity and wisdom. And what they have done today is help craft together a worship experience so that you can connect with the divine and creator God. And I don't think that's cute. I think that's powerful. I think that's important. And so what I ask you today is a little different. Please don't gratuitously applause them as if they're children. They are our brothers and sisters in Christ. With that in mind, let's just have a couple moments of peace and quiet. Let the Spirit come in. Let's worship the living God. I invite you to find number 749 in your hymnals. Megan and I will sing the refrain through once. And then after we have sung it once, we invite you to join us a couple of times on the refrain, 749.
Please rise as you are able and join me in the call to worship. Let everyone who serves God come and offer thanks. Shout your praises to your loving God for the endless opportunities to provide aid to your brothers and sisters in need. Dear God, of all people, young and old, as we gather here in the harbor of your safety, we, the youth, thank you for this opportunity to lend our wisdom to our elders. Today, we are excited to share a glimpse into our mission trip. We thank the congregation for supporting us on this mission trip and hope that it will inspire the community to serve as well. May we all be graceful to be part of this community. Amen. We continue our prayers in quiet. know that our God is a God of unconditional love. Even in those times when we go astray, our God forgives. Our God continues to love. Truly in Christ, we are set free. We are made new. Thanks be to God. Amen. Now I'd like to invite any of the children who are worshiping with us to come join Blake and Grayson here at the front. There we go. So I went on the mission trip with all the other people that are helping us today. And my group specifically, we went to the Boys and Girls Club and we went to the rescue mission. So the rescue mission was a really cool place because it helps people who are down 
um, people who would otherwise not really be able to find a job and it provides them for a couple of months to a year a place where they can go and they can help and it also runs a thrift shop so basically how the system works is as people shop at the thrift shop the money is then given to these people working there who would otherwise not have a job um, due to other circumstances and it would help them get back on their feet help them find a home and help them really get back into society. We also worked at the Boys and Girls Club, which included everything from soccer to helping set up their awesome, like, what do we call it? A field running thing, because they had camp next week and they wanted to throw water balloons at kids, because who doesn't? So my group went to Challenge Ranch, which is a nonprofit organization owned by like Jane and her husband. And they are basically on a mission to help kids that are from broken homes fit in. So they own around like 20 acres of land and have 15 horses for kids to come and ride them. And they kind of have a mentoring system where the older kids help the younger kids and teach them how to ride. So we helped like garden and pull weeds and paint things to help prepare the ranch for the upcoming summer programs they had going on. Um, I'm Blake, and uh, we went to, uh, me and, or my group went to um, St. Vincent de Paul, the food kitchen. Um, and so the, the food kitchen there is actually part of a, a bigger kind of like community of, um, I guess, support for the homeless there. They have a, it's called Father Joe's Villages. Um, and they have services for, to pe help homeless people kind of get back on their feet. So they have um, temporary housing. Um, what else, like uh, child care services, uh, services to help p uh, homeless people find jobs. Um, so we were actually just working in the food kitchen, but um, it served around, I think, 700 to 900 people a day. Um, and we were doing things like preparing the food, like cutting the food um, and stuff like that. And then we were, after that, we would serve the food to the people, um, which was really cool to see everybody people that you wouldn't think would be homeless and you're serving them food, so um, that was great. Oh, um, and before you leave, we'd actually like to show you a quick video of um, the things, some of the things that we did while we were in San Diego. So, yeah.
right. So hopefully some, maybe some of you guys can uh, come with us next year if that looks like fun. All right. Um, so if you're in fourth grade and up, then you're going to stay here. Are we, oh, fourth grade and up, you're going to, yeah, stay here, and the rest of you head out. Yeah. from our students today, but as we come to our time of joys and concerns in our worship service, I certainly want to lift up as a joy all of the adult leaders who went on this trip. Certainly, trips like this can't happen without our adult leaders. So we had Ivy Panapacker, Jonathan Gibbs, Susan Burkout, Jeff Healy, and of course, Jeff Shankel, who went on the trip, and certainly it's a joy that they gave a week of their summer to be with these students. I got everyone, right? All of them? Excellent. So are there other joys or concerns that you have to share with us today? Just raise your hand and let us know. Sherry. I have a great, So we have two visitors um, from Pennsylvania. They actually are part of the Bryn Mawr congregation where Sherry worked for several years and Rob for a couple years. And then also a joy that their daughter, who's a daughter, is now working in Africa for the Bill Gates Foundation. So learn about serving here in the church and grow up and continue that. Amen. Other joys and concerns? Yeah. Mary. So Mary's son, Dominic. Mary's son, Dominic, we've been praying for him after an extensive back surgery. Sounds like healing is going well. And we know it's a long healing process, too. So continued prayers for Dominic and for you and your family as you care for him. Barb. Absolutely. So prayers for Houston, really all of southern Texas, following these hurricanes and the rains. And then Barb also mentioned Houston is where an organization called Faith in Practice is headquartered. They were the sponsor for the many medical trips we have taken to Guatemala in the past. So lots and lots of people affected by that hurricane. They will be in our prayers. Other joys and concerns? Jim. Thank you. Ed Campos and Mark Buescher, two members of the Friday Morning Men's Connection, facing some challenges in their lives, and we keep them in our prayers. So more prayers of appreciation and joy for Jeff. Yeah. I know you started worship by saying you don't need to clap, but we'll clap for you. Yeah, Sherry.
Absolutely. Did you want to add to that? Yeah. <laughs> Big amen. So we had on Friday evening an interfaith gathering up at Kol Shafar um, in response to the events that had happened in Charlottesville in preparation for the events that were going to happen here in the Bay Area this weekend. And it truly was just an evening filled with love. It was called Love Lives in Marin. We had speakers and prayers from the Christian, Jewish, Buddhist, and Muslim traditions. Uh, we prayed together, we sang together, um, just a really good reminder that there is lots of love here, and hopefully we carry that wherever we go. Anyone else? Yeah, Brooke. I'd like to ask for prayers for all the Yeah. Yes. Thank you for that. Yes, in fact, it was last Sunday during coffee hour, Jesus, our sexton, got a call that uh, his brother had been killed in El Salvador um, as part of gang violence. His brother isn't in the gang, but was caught up in that. Um, so prayers for Jesus and his family as they mourn the death of his brother. Yeah, yeah Betty. So concern for your friend Tina, who's been in the hospital for a week now, and they're still trying to figure out, diagnosis, see what's wrong. And then a joy, Betty has finished her second round of chemo. All looks good, and prayers now for a clean CT scan. David? So a joy of a book, Transition to Peace. Yes. It's certainly an important reminder that we all work for that in our lives. I think on that, let's take a few moments of quiet, and then I'll lead us in the Lord's Prayer. So let us pray. Gracious God, you do hear the prayers of your people, and for that we give you thanks. And God, hear us now as we pray together the prayer that your Son Jesus taught us, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day.
This is a passage from Psalm 71. Yeah. Uh, Since my youth, God, you have taught me. And to this day, I declare your marvelous deeds. Even when I am old and gray, do not forsake me, my God, till I declare your power to the next generation to come, your mighty acts to all who are to come. Your righteousness, God, reaches to the heavens. You who have done great things, who is like you, God? This next passage is from Timothy 1. Command and teach these things. Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young. But set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. This is the word of the Lord. Praise God. If you were to ask my friends what they thought of me, they might say, he's kind of goofy, jokes around a lot. Very distracted, you can't focus. Well, I would agree with most of these things, and maybe you do too. Let me give you an example of this. You know when you see something on the internet and you're like, I have to have it, whether it's a piece of clothing or like some item that you just want? I had this, and I bought a ghillie suit. Pretty much makes you look like a bush. It was like $60 down the drain that really just sits in my garage. Kind of an example of my personality. Let me start you with a story. I do cross country. Maybe I don't like running, but I go every day to get in shape. It pushes you every day to make you a better runner. An example is this thing called hill runs. It's this 800 meter just grind up like a 45 degree angle hill. And you go up, you come down, you're dying, you need water, and they say, do it again. You go up, you go down, a little bit more tired that time. You know what they say? They say, go again. And then you come down wheezing, dying, on the ground, crawling. And you know what they say? They say, run it again. This hard work for me made me a better runner. The hard work on our trip was allowing us to make their lives and communities a better place. Let's look at the first passage. Command the teachings of these. Don't, look anyone, don't let anyone look down because you are young. This was written from this was written to Timothy. He was a new preacher at his church. He was younger than most in the church too. Sometimes when you get to like a new uh, school or an area, they don't respect you because you don't have the experience. But why should they respect you? And then in the second part, he writes, "But set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith and in purity." What is speech? It's the words that uplift and encourage others. What is conduct? It's how you live your like life, your lifestyle, and your actions. What is love? It is what you feel for your community, your friends, your family. And what is faith? It's how you stay connected to the Lord. But let's go back to conduct. How did we conduct? How did how was our conduct on the trip? We went out. We tried to make these, li- these people's lives a better place. We tried to put love into their community, the love that allowed us to serve, to make their place, like, better in some way. Now I'm here to talk about it, the words, trying to uplift and encourage action from all of you, and my faith here, putting it into you to help support the causes. How are we showing people what help does? What is stopping you from doing some of these things? It can be as small as Marin, from Cali, USA, and the world. Length doesn't matter. It could be just a couple of hours, a day, a week, or for some, even a month. Now I ask you, what's stopping you from making that difference?
As we receive our offering this morning, I invite you sitting here in the middle to take that pew pad, sign it, pass it down, pass it back. We're hoping that that enables you all to connect with each other better, perhaps greet each other by name after worship. And then if you're a visitor, it helps us to better connect with you. So now let's receive our morning offering. good gifts come from you, dear Lord, and from these riches we bring this offering. Help us to use it for the furtherance of your purpose in this place, and for the benefit of those in need. Amen. Hi again. So, I ask you to turn to the back of your bulletin and read through to look at upcoming events, but I'm going to bring a couple to your attention. Safe training, safe church training is this afternoon, and it is going to be run by Bethany and Jeff to help prepare those who would like to work with the youth of our church uh, in order so that they can safely do so. Uh, we are also doing our annual in-gathering brunch on Sunday, September 10th to celebrate Westminster's 60th anniversary. 
Um, please bring either a side dish or a donation in lieu of a dish. I invite you now to stand as you are comfortable for our closing hymn. You'll note in the hymnal, the lyrics are both in English and in Spanish. Choose whichever language you would prefer as we sing together, 721. And new, may the grace of Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of Holy Spirit be with you this day and every day. Amen.